We open with prayer. We thank you, Lord, for the privilege of this time to hear from your word. Send your spirit to open our hearts to it. Amen. Unlike any of you, I have had bad days on occasion. Several of them lately. One that I had when I was a student here still sticks out in my mind. I remember our alarm didn't go off, so my roommate and I got up late. And then we had a fight, and so we were arguing with each other all day. I got to school, found out there was a test that I hadn't studied for, so I bombed it pretty badly. Had a cross-country meet. I felt sick, so I ran very poorly. And just feeling sick in general. Not a good day. It was one of those days where you just think, why me? Got back to campus, got into the dorm and realized I hadn't done one of my dorm jobs, so I couldn't even go to the home volleyball game that night. Why me? Why is all this happening to me? I went up to my room, opened the door, tossed my bag in, unfortunately hitting the window and breaking it. A bad day. Why me? We all have times when we go through all sorts of bad things. And things can pile up. Maybe it's not just a bad day. Maybe we're having a bad week or a bad semester or even a bad year. Times when one late assignment becomes two, becomes five, becomes ten. One bad test. One friend who all of a sudden just doesn't seem to be your friend anymore. Bad things happen. And we can think, why me? Or even more serious things. Sickness in your family. A cancer diagnosis. A death. Why? Why me? Now, I'm not telling you about this to complain about my own troubles. But just, this is how things go in our life. There are times when bad things happen. And we can ask, why me? And the world around us asks this question all the time. Why do bad things happen? Especially when we see atrocities in the news. Why? Even strong Christians ask these questions. We look in the book of Psalms over and over again. David asks that. Psalm 10, he says, Lord, why do you stand so far away? Why do you hide in times of trouble? It may seem like we're asking over and over again, why, but we're not getting any answer. Our prayer life can seem like a one-sided conversation on our phone. We keep leaving message after message after message, but nobody's returning our call. Seems like there is no answer. I had an older friend who got his first cell phone. And when he bought it, he was pretty happy, able to communicate with people. So he would turn it on, make a phone call, and then turn it off to save the battery. Well, that's great if you want to talk to somebody, but what about if somebody's trying to get a hold of you? It was a source of frustration for those of us who were his friends. And we finally had to explain to him, uh, 
You need to leave it on all the time so that we can contact you. That's what our prayer life is like sometimes. We keep asking for answers, but are we listening for those answers? Are we hearing God's answers? Because God has left all sorts of messages for you. Message after message after message in his word. His word that is literally God-breathed, inspired. His word that is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. His word reminds us of what's important and answers our questions. In my case, when things in life seem to be overwhelming, it's usually my response to say, oh, I can handle this. I like to be independent. I like to solve problems. I don't like to ask people for help. And a lot of people are that way as well. In fact, that's the American way, right? There's an old saying to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. People don't use that saying anymore very much, but I really like it. Because if you're stuck in the mud and your boots are stuck, I'm not going to be able to pull myself out very easily, am I? These are my bootstraps. I'm not doing much. You can't pull yourself out by your own bootstraps. If you're stuck in your life, there are so many times that you just can't pull yourself out. And the more important question is, especially when, with regard to our own sin, we cannot pull ourselves out. And that's why the answer to that question, why me, is that question. Why me? Not why is this bad thing happening to me, but why did God choose me? Why did God pull me out of that mud of my sin? Looking at my life and God's word, I'm reminded of how sinful I am. But Paul tells us in Romans 5, while we were still helpless, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For rarely will someone die for a just person. For a good person, perhaps someone might dare to die. But God proves his own love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Why me? Why me? Because he loves me. And that's what really happens when we turn to God's word for answers. He refocuses our lives back on what's really important. He does give us those answers. Jesus told his disciples in Luke 12 not to worry about all the little things. And he used the example of the lilies of the field and the birds of the air and said, Do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Why me? Paul tells us in Romans 8, 28, we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. And a few verses later, he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? God sent his son for us. 
Jesus went through all that suffering that we've been learning about in our Lenten services. He did all that on our behalf to assure our future. What do we really have to worry about? In my case, when I ask that question, why me? It often seems when, I'm going, when I turn to God's word that he's reminding me that I can't do it myself. That I do need that help. I need his help with my sins. And I need his help every day. We have that assurance because of what he's done that he will freely give us all things. So why me? Why is this happening to me? The answer is, why me? Because God loves me. Listen to his answer. Turn to his word and be persuaded that his spirit work in your hearts. Amen. We sing of this today in the words of hymn 589, hymn 589, verse 1.